Um, okay. I think when Buddha um, picked words to express, uh, address uh, people, uh, to sh share his message, he was very um, clear and he was very picky with words. So I've been struggling to understand the concept of desire last couple uh, weeks and because it's really bothered me uh, when people say this word when they repeat this word um, desire desire and everything is desire and so I've, I've been thinking about this uh, what would they exactly said about desire did he really talked about desire and one of the important teachings in Buddhist teachings is uh, causality dependent origination or in Pali Paticca Samuppada so it's a circle so there are two words that he used when he uh, explained about this um, desires and attachments and everything. So he was very clear when he picked these two words. So the word that he used for desire is tanha. And he used another word, tanha pachya upadana. So in general, we all have desires. We all have uh, there are things that we want. It's, it's basically wanting beyond our needs, things that we expecting beyond our needs. So these are desires. And some, some of things uh, we think that um, we have this desire for survival purpose. But I don't think desire is something that it is, but at the same time, uh, there is, when we talk about desire, it's not just want, needs, it's go beyond needs, it's, it's just wanting, you know. You can, of course we need a car here, right? So when, you, when I was in Sri Lanka, I don't need a car because I always can ride and there are always um, transportation service so you can always take a bus so you don't need a car but here you need a car but why do you need a car to take you to a place that you want to go well do you have to have a Ferrari it's up to you it's desire so we want we so it's beyond our need so that's how I define desire. So this is just uh, Bhante San's definition, but I'm not attached to it. So <laughs> <laughs> you can have desires, but Buddha use another word. Every desire that we have is not become a problem until we attach to things. So the word that he used is 
tanha hacha because of that desire we have this tendency to grab things to cling and so i i don't think that um when um with evolution right um so it's a big part of this uh, thing uh desire make this whole world as right because uh wanting um but if you want to stop that desires there is a way to do it stopping clinging to things and so sometimes you can have desires but there is no way that you can uh you know have that uh, you can't possess that thing so there is uh, a really a suffering involved with that too because when you desire and you have this uh craving thirst tanha you can use whatever word you want to use and you desire and you desire and but there is no way that you can reach like i would like to have rare but i can't afford it and so not not having it and we um suffer from it so if we can understand that um it, we can have everything that we desire so then that we break that chain clinging to it so this is always like a chain it's connected and so we have these wantings and but um if you want to stop that you have to stop clinging to it wanting to grab it wanting to possess it so buddha talked about the desire but he went a step beyond that he said we have desires but the problem is we go beyond that we we always want to grab it we always expecting things it's like last couple um we um which bante sujata um is not feeling well and and this is another um question that uh, jim asked uh, if i may use your word um don't worry about this thing because uh, i really like these new tools um this stuff because it's come over the with the delete button so you can also delete it. so <laughs> if i say something bad you can just delete it so it's really awesome um so he has when we send loving kindness for instance maybe i hope you thought about bhante sujata today so do we do that because of desire i think there is of course a desire involved with it we want him to be happy peaceful painless and we want to see that man he's always really active you want to see that person but here's the thing you can do it without attachments you can do it not wanting to change him that's how i see it 
but maybe you have different perspectives so you can just uh, we can discuss about it so i think you can love him you can send love and every time when i do it and i always think about him but i really don't have a desire i really don't attach to my idea because that's how we create um suffering with ourselves see now because of the other person people get really mad at me because when i'm around him and i'm being funny and people think what are you doing he's sick so i have to be so serious in front of him and because people think i'm not i don't love him and so they think i have to be you know really serious and um no laugh no funny talks in front of him when i do that it, they think that um, i'm not being really uh, loving person so i think that's the problem because when we think about somebody when we send love to somebody we grab that idea we attach to that idea so i think we have to just you know understand it and you without any attachments with without any clinging you just send your love and when you can't change it what you do is you suffer with yourself and when you do that you are weak you are already weak you can help somebody if you are already weak so that's what happens with ourselves so when when you want to send your love to somebody that really sick and you really love this person and you got to be strong otherwise what are you going to send so at the first place we are weak so we can't go beyond that and so all of a sudden we just um always burst into tears is that what it always right and so you go this emotional stuff and you're not really you wouldn't be able to help anybody so i think when buddha picked these words he's been really careful uh, with words because he will he just didn't talk about um desire part and he said we all have this desire we always have this nature we want to change uh things the way they are and we want things beyond our needs and so if we can control that grabbing part wanting to hold things wanting to change things we can really uh have a less pain less uh suffering uh otherwise we suffer a lot so that's that's how i see it if you have any thoughts ideas so any comments uh, you really touched on something that's been in my mind lately i wonder because uh even though i feel like i've i've gotten stronger and my mind is more controlled um i still you know i still have moments where i miss people that i've lost and i think about them and i feel sadness but I don't dwell in it. I just observe it 
what it is, and I feel okay with it. You know, because I know I'm going to think about these people, and I may even cry, but I, in my mind, I'm going, okay, if you're having a grieving moment, you know, because you miss someone and they're gone. And, but then I turn around and go, you know, and does that mean anything, you know? And am I still okay? <laughs> am I still getting stronger? You, you know, even though I still have these moments that I experience and I willingly experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's, it's, you know, you can desire something as long as you don't attach to it and let it bring you suffering. Any ideas? Yes, sir. I think if you approach most things as much as John has talked about, uh, best is without expectation. Whether you send love to somebody, no expectation, fond memories of no expectation, or a large enemy, and send them love with no expectations, I think you do less harm to yourself. Because you're expecting no expectation and you have no attachment. You're just sending love and no expectation. It's just a little bit of a fun that you got. Through the years, it's fun. Kind of works for me. Yeah. I think we always want to change the situation because we don't like it. So we always expect to change it. So when you I always tell people when I guide loving kindness meditation, just send your love when you think about these people, world, just, you know, transfer it and you really not being want to change it. And because otherwise you get really frustrated when you see the, you don't see the change that you want to see. And why would you want to suffer yourself because of somebody else? And still you can be a loving person. And I really don't understand why people think that. Um, it's funny because uh, it's like in my culture. Uh, when somebody die, people think you have to cry. So. Whoever the cry most, they think he's the most loved. Sometimes these people haven't seen this guy years and years come at the funeral and start to scream. Or then they think, oh man, this guy loves him so much. No. <laughs> Basically, you know what? It just BS, right? So. It's okay, you can do it, we can do it. <laughs> I think, for me, and maybe many people too, differentiating between want and need is, is really the struggle. A lot of times what, uh, it's easy to think I need is actually a want. It's not, 
something simple, say uh, shampoo for your hair. You can think, well, I need shampoo for my hair. I've got to wash my hair. But I don't. Fact, but in fact, you <laughs> but in fact, you have some kind of soap that you could wash your hair. It's just not hair shampoo. So we, it, it's easy, I think, for me to to miss sometimes the difference between what's what's a desire and what's a necessity. And maybe you can help give some tips on how to spot that in yourself when when it arises. What's good, James said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a solution. I've been asking Lydia if I can. <laughs> But I, I would like to say, <laughs> but, but wait, let's take a look here. Um, at the foundation of Buddhism. The very foundation of Buddhism is the noble truths, right? I mean, first thing that you see. And uh, it says right there in the noble truth that what? The root of all suffering, which Buddha wanted to get rid of, that was his whole purpose, is what? Is Tana, thirst, desire, wanting, craving, attachment, all these things, you know. So, um, of course, he left out that the desire is also the root of all pleasure and feeling good. He didn't, that wasn't put in there. I think Dukkha does sort of include that, right? Pleasure and happiness. So that, what he's saying is that all desire, all wanting is results in feeling good, feeling bad. Yeah. And, and this is something that, that really is, is pretty an awesome statement because everything pretty much that we think about or do has to do with desire. And I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, just sitting and breathing, look, looking at our breath, if you look real close, you get, when you exhale, you have like a desire to inhale. And you feel a little bad at the, at the bottom of your exhale. But when you inhale, your desire is met and you feel good, you feel some pleasure. So something is, as small as that desire to breathe brings you pleasure and pain. So I think that this is a, is, is a, is a wonderful thing to start all of our talks on is, is, is desire. I don't think so. Breathing is a desire. I think it's a need. It's a basic, not just human. It's just overall, you know, human, non-human. It's it's just a need that to survive. So I don't think anybody here. I don't have any desire. I mean, I'm 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 tired anyway. So if I can stop it, I would stop it. But then it's it's become a desire, you know, dislike. So I want to stay away from that. So it just it's just a natural process. It's just a need. 
Somebody puts a hand over your face and, and closes off your nose and your mouth, see how quick it's going to become a big desire. It'll become an attachment. Yeah, but it's not a desire on my breathing, but it's a desire to to live. That's the difference between want and need that I'm talking about. That's a need. You need your breath. Yeah. And it's actually Which is different than a Ferrari. Body wanting to breathe. Exactly. That's right. Well, my point is, it doesn't matter if it's one or need. The desire wants are going to result in pleasure, pain, and and uh, happiness on that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's not a bad thing, though. I'm not labeling desire as a bad thing. It's a it's a mechanism to survive that we have to you know for the survival purpose. But we have to understand. What is your yardstick, and where is your boundary, and what do you really need, and do you really want to be happy in your life? And it's a, it's always a good thing about this whole thing. It's, it's always your call. So if you want to be happy, all right, you're on the path. And if you want to be unhappy, you got to decide what you want to do. Yes, sir. Desire. Would you say that desire with attachment? is bad, and desire with no expectation may be good? Well, but, desire, but that desire, it's not a good or bad. I mean, desire is. And so, with, but what you're saying, with expectation, with that with grasping that and clinging, that, that that's what we... That's, make it the bad or answering the shampoo? Well, it's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what, if you want the happiness he's talking about, you choose to drop those, you choose to let those things fall away. So desire is still good. It's but don't I as think as long as you have no attachment, as long as you don't have any expectation. Right. Better okay. better just not to use the words good and bad. Mm-hmm. Better just desire is it's part of what what it is to exist. It's always be there. Yeah. Only thing only thing that we can control is I think the upadana part, not grasping things, mm-hmm. not clinging things. Clinging yeah, not clinging things. That's a, yeah, I think Sam's right. I'm always right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's no, on tape. He's not going to delete it now. You just wanted to do it. <laughs> That's right. That part will leave it. Good tactic, Jim. Okay. Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. But when, yeah, when you when you talk about um, grasping onto things and attaching, well, well, that is a uh, what you're talking about is the degree of desire. You know, when you attach or grasp, then you have a very high degree of desire. And so it's not a matter of desire being good or bad. It's more of a, a matter of, of degree. In other words, how strong is it? Is it weak or strong? Is it is it beneficial for me to have a, an extremely strong desire to be to still be with this person who has passed away? And so I'm grieving and grieving for years and years and years. This is a strong, strong desire. This is beneficial for me. Well, this is the thing that, that we decide. And we'll be happy. Any thoughts, ideas? We need our desires. We're all, we're all here this morning because of our desire. We're the desire to either improve ourselves or with loving kindness we want to you know, improve the world in some sort of small way. Alright, here's the kick. <laughs> if you couldn't make it today, you have to just let it go. And you're not going to sit there 
done it, I couldn't go to meditation today. I'm my whole week's go oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> this whole thing. Panti Sujata keep asking me pick the right word to say. Um, so you're not gonna sit there and complain about the whole day. I couldn't make it and my week is gonna be not okay because I didn't meditate and you know you know that's how we make suffer. So when you can't do it, well, just like oh, it's not the end of the world. So you can make it next week. We if we have the meditation. You know, I had an interesting uh, conversation with a girl at work last week, and it was it wasn't about somebody dying like you were saying somebody's crying and carrying on, and, you know, mm-hmm. but it was about it was about like a relationship gone you know sideways, and we were talking about it, and she brought up a, an interesting thought that I think maybe sort of pushes people into acting that way. She said, you know, because I said, well, you know, I think I personally sort of think a lot of times when a relationship doesn't go the way that we want, we've got to make somebody wrong and somebody right because we just can't accept that it didn't turn out the way we hoped or thought it might. And it's not, it's really difficult. But that's the one thing I found is that, you know, I'm really trying to, okay, whatever whatever I liked about that person is still there and I'm still here but what I imagined might happen didn't happen and and it's difficult you gotta kinda let that go and then you can preserve actually I think what you like about that person without shunning them forever and she said but then it's like you just don't care you know and I said well that's not true I mean very very deeply so I wonder if that doesn't push people, like if they if they try and do that and they're like, well then I'm not a caring person if I'm not <coughs> if I don't allow myself to become all, you know, tangled up about stuff. If that sort of thing <laughs> Yeah, that way you know what do gonna happen? If it's gonna happen, lawyers not gonna have these uh, divorce cases. <laughs> these people can uh, Sit down on the, um, you know, on the table, and I have these walls, so I know I do this stuff, and your side you have this stuff, so we just separate. You don't need a lawyer. Like that would be a really nice dream if it would work, but that's really what should happen. Then you know we wouldn't hate each other anymore and because we understand each other this wouldn't work and still we are not enemies and you know we just respect to each other's differences so that would be really good if we can do it <laughs>